This is the Shotgun City Sheriff, the law himself, Clayton Clark. This is the young titan, Aaron Atlas. Hey, uh, this is Matt Brannigan. This is the warbound hellhound, Bo Sword. This is your favorite drunken pro wrestler, a.k.a. the Bud Light brawler, Dalton Davis. This is Lizzie Six. This is Jake Something. And this is the jaw-jacking, back-cracking, God-created-all-men-equal, and then he made me the sequel, Rohit Raju, and you are listening to the Spot Show Podcast. Spot Show Podcast. The Spot Show Podcast. The Spot Show Podcast. Spot Show Podcast. Hell yeah. The Spot Show Podcast. The Spot Show Podcast. Yes, right. I stuttered. Shut up. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Spot Show Road Trip, a very special edition of the Spot Show Podcast. And listen, I am really trying to downplay how frustrated I am right now. Because, you know, sometimes you come up with an idea and then maybe you should do some R&D, some research and development before you actually start doing it. But hey, you know what? That's what we do here at Mad Bash. We fly by the seat of our pants. Anyway, let me just give a quick shout out here right now. He is joined, as always, the one-legged wonder, Mr. Michael Madrox. Dicky, dicky, dicky. Madrox. We need to do homework more often. We really do. And, you know, sometimes you think that you have a good idea. It's and a great then, idea. Oh, it's an incredible idea. And then you start doing it, and then you realize that, man, maybe this is a little bit fucked up. But, hey, we're not alone here because we have with us two Mad Bash boys, two of the original five. Starting out first, we have the face collector, Jared Savage. Hey, that's me. That's Jared Savage. And then also back there in the back seat with Michael Madrox, we have the Bud Light brawler, Dalton Davis. Uh, first of all, how's it going? Second of all, I'm not going to not hit my vape. All right, this is not the studio. We're on a road trip, okay? Uh, let me just paint my picture here. Five minutes ago, I was not going to go. Five minutes passed. Now I'm in this car um, doing the rassles. Had to get my steak and rice in. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you guys hear this? Uh, 2024, Clayton Clark made Dalton Davis a freaking body guy. So now I'm trying to get properly jocked. Yeah, and here's the thing too. Uh, we got to you know get a little disclaimer out of the way here before we only have three microphones right now amongst us four. So Madrox and uh, Dalton are going to be sharing a microphone. But uh, in case you guys haven't figured it out, pretty much what we're doing here is that we are on the road right now to IWA Unlimited. Uh, and when we um, when we decided that hey we're going to go, I was like Madrox. Let's turn on the recorder. Let's turn on the microphones. Let's record a little special pod ski on the way to the show. Yes, Dalton Davis. Um, I, I just, a little disclaimer, not even really a disclaimer, but I just got to ruin your mojo real quick. Okay? Yeah. We lost a true OG here recently, and I will be damned if it does not get said on this podcast. Rest in peace, Toby Keith. Clearly, you didn't listen to last week's episode because we already gave a <laughs> shout damn out. Right, we, <laughs> I'm a working man, bro. Dalton Davis doesn't study the product, yeah. but man, the here's what studies me. Here's what might be a little bit dangerous about this is that I am driving while holding a microphone in my hand, but I think we're gonna be okay, Jared. <laughs> yeah, we need more Patreon subscribers so we can uh, buy a butler. Uh, you're not us. Jared, but thank you for answering. Uh, yeah, I was kind of thinking. Yes, yeet, yeet, face. See, dude, I could be Jared Savage. Absolutely, easily. Anybody could, but you could do it the best. 
Yeah. But hey, before we get too far into this, I just want everyone to know that this episode of Spot Show Roadshow is brought to you by, well, absolutely no one. We're not going to do any ad reads on this one because this is free brewery. Hey, uh, Dickie, I hate to cut you off during this little intro, but uh, yeah. if you look to your left right now, there's Chubby J. Silva. He's back. Chubby J. Silva <laughs> is in this car next to us, man. That's what I'm getting yeah, at. I really thought that's who it was. It's Jay Silva. But He's yeah, this episode favorite. is brought to you by absolutely uh, no one because we're not doing any ad reads on this one because it's free brewery. Uh, this is to celebrate. We're coming up on the uh, one year anniversary of Mad Bash Studios. So yeah, we're doing all sorts of really cool stuff. But I just want to let everyone know that you can head on over to patreon.com slash Mad Bash Studios. Back us at the $5 and above tier. And if you like this ad free that's going on here, well, I got good news for you guys. Every episode of the Spot Show podcast is completely ad free and at least 24 hours early over on the Patreon. But we've got a bunch of other stuff over there. We've got paid show over there on the Patreon ski. And we I just completely missed my exit. I was supposed to get on I-70. Um, <laughs> Rerouting. Uh, We've also got a bunch of stuff over there on the $10 tier. We've got Big Stupid Popcorn. I know that we've been slacking a little bit on that one. Sorry, I was a little bit sick. We've been busy at the studio trying to figure some shit out. But Big Stupid Popcorn is available over there at patreon.com slash Studios. But here's the thing, guys. I understand that sometimes you don't have the extra money to toss our way. You can still go over there. Mad Bash Studios, and you can back us completely free. You're still going to get some really cool behind-the-scenes photos over there on the Patreon. Also, don't forget to go to your favorite podcasting platform and leave us a five-star and written review. Share us with someone that you think would really enjoy what we got going on over here. Patreon.com slash Mad Bash Studios, MadBashStudios.com. I have to ask now. What's up, Jerry? Is this intro normally like? I mean, I listen to the podcast. Oh yeah, unlike is it normally? Is it normally this long? Because it doesn't feel this long. It it <laughs> so that's the thing too. That's really crazy about it is that it's like when I'm doing it in the moment, it definitely doesn't feel like it's going really long. But then, like when I listen to it, I think it's it's the reverse. It feels like it's so much longer when I when I when I listen to it back. Really weird. Really weird. Actually, you guys will be amazed. We're only five minutes in, including the intro. There you go. You see what I'm saying there? So it's actually happening a lot quicker than what we really think. It's just like being in a wrestling ring, Mr. Savage. Yeah, no, I can see that. And it really is. But yeah, see, that's the thing, guys, is that um, if this episode doesn't really sound, you know, too incredible or too great or whatever, I'll just bear with us. We're flying by the seat of our pants. And we're trying new things just for you guys. Just trying new things out for you guys. Hopefully this is something that we can do from here on out. Uh, get the brothers in a car heading to a show and uh, we can do something like this. You know, the, the spot show road trip, as it were. I'm a really big fan of this one right now. It's a really cool little idea I think we got going on here. You know, everyone always likes to talk about the fabled car rides when you go to a wrestling show. Everybody, you know, you know, the kayfabe car and, you know, stuff like that. Well, this GPS is still wanting to turn around. Like, what is going on this not episode? Not anymore. Way? I ain't doing it, brother. I ain't turning around. But yeah, anyway, guys, um, we, uh, you know, we figured we'd give you a little peek behind the curtain here. At this point, there is no curtain, but, uh, you know, you want to be on a car ride with some wrestlers. Boom. Here you go. We got some microphones. We got some Red Bulls. We got some monsters. We got a face collector. We got a Bud Light brawler. You're not going to believe this. What's up? If you look to your left, there's a midsize Jay Silva now. 
Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? This what is what Mad Bashverse. This is what the car ride is going to be, guys. This is what the podcast is going to be. Just us uh, looking at shit on the side of the road and being like, hey. Speaking of looking sh- at shit, I'm back here watching Dalton Davis break it down to some kid rocking his earbuds. Yeah, what are you doing? Back? <laughs> and I said, what? Yeah, boy. Yeah. It's good to know Dalton Davis we is out already. Here. I ain't here the past five minutes of anything that Dickie Wabash has fucking said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, guys, you know, we're on the uh, we're on the road right now. So I figured pretty good little topic that we could start off with is let's talk about some road trip stories that you have in this crazy, crazy world of professional wrestling. Like, uh, you know, Madrox, let's go ahead and start off with you. What is the furthest that you have had to drive for a wrestling show, and how much did you get paid to drive that far? Uh, Wisconsin for thirty-five bucks. Thirty-five bucks. <laughs> yeah. How uh, how far was the uh, drive to Wisconsin? Uh, I think it was around six seven hours. Okay. There and then six seven back, but uh, it was great, dude. Thirty-five dollars in front of two paying fans. There you go. Car load, though. There you go. Dalton, what is the furthest that you've had to go? Uh, so I did a loop not too long ago, probably like a couple years ago, with uh, shooters, and we went to Iowa. We stopped and we went down to Iowa, and then we went to uh, Colorado. Hell yeah. Did you get some good pay ski for that one? or? Uh, yeah. I mean, hotel, food was taken care of. Damn. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they wind and dined you, boy. I was out here. And I had an open bar. You know how dangerous that is? I probably drank three times my envelope for that reason only. Man, Dalton Davis, you know, you go ahead and add an open, but just a bar in general, Dalton Davis is pretty dangerous to begin I, with. I am very dangerous. As To sum it up, that every wrestling fan would understand, you get Dalton Davis in a bar, all you need to know is, Ooh. that's it. That's how I describe it. Can you make that sound one more time? Uh, 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 um. Ooh. See, Space Mountain, baby. You're you're gonna read that as wow. <laughs> but the speaking way- of wow, did you see that guy walking down the road? I did. <laughs> Hell yeah. He 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 kind of looked like Sir Charles. Sir Charles and Macho Man had a baby. Yeah. Uh, Jared Savage, what's the furthest that you had to drive for a show? Um, well, I didn't drive it myself, but I rode in a car with a well, bunch of motherfuckers. Same difference. Um, two days from Washington to Reno, Nevada. Damn. And it was fucking miserable. And the show itself wasn't very fun. And the ride back sucked as well. And I didn't get paid shit because my trainer took it. He took everybody's pay. Pay them dues, brother. Yeah, that was a long trip. It was hot. It was miserable. It's in the middle of summer. Uh, I don't know if I would say it's as bad as the heat that we get here, um, but it, it's up there. Yeah, definitely sucked. Yeah, I've never been to Nevada, but I've heard that it's just like r- so fucking hot. It's like, hey, I'm really not breaking new ground by saying that every you know around that area is hot, but. Um, Man, two straight days. Like, like. Yeah, that sucked, dude. It was miserable. Like, how how many hours on the road per day were you doing? Um, probably a good like twelve hours, almost. Damn. I do remember us stopping at one hotel, 
Um, it was very run down. Uh, it was not a good place to be, <laughs> but we did it. Uh, I mean, I'm still alive, so that tells you I guess it was okay enough. But, man, that sucked. And then not to mention on the way back, the uh, I think it was a Jeep we were in fucking broke down. Oh, we wonderful. Were, we were about maybe like two or three hours from home. Mm-hmm. So that added on another couple hours of just sitting and waiting. And, yeah, it was just miserable. That That's pretty rough, too, because, like, you're in the home stretch. You're only a couple hours away from home. So it's like, of course this is when something is going to go wrong. Yeah, no, that was just a terrible trip. Yeah. So for me, uh, also to Wisconsin, uh, it was not six hours for me. It was about ten. Um, we've I've touched on it a little bit with Jason V because uh, he was the one I went on the road trip with. It was the infamous uh, promoter that I worked for, where he was um, like he kept talking about like oh tonight we're gonna have uh, three hundred people at this show, and then you'd go talk to him twenty minutes later. Oh yeah, easy. There's gonna be two hundred and fifty paid. And it kept going down more and the more. The decap of the big cheese. He, he was the decap of Wisconsin, brother. And, uh, yeah, his the amount of people that were going to be at this show kept going down gradually each time we talked to him. And uh, I just think that's fucking hilarious. But I will say all 65 people, roughly, that were in that crowd that night definitely got on a good show. They definitely got to witness a good show. But see, that Who'd trip, you end up working, kid? Me? Oh, it was a tag team match. It was uh, Cecil Cerveza and Conrad versus Jason V and Jimmy Carrot. Oh, so no and action I, for I managed, you? And I, I managed Cecil and Conrad. Do what? No action for you? No action. Well, that was the show that I took a uh, quadruple super kick and uh, got me a lot of heat. <laughs> it did. I remember uh, that. Got paid 20 bucks for that show. Damn. Got paid twenty dollars to drive. Almost you almost hit that hours. Madrox rate. Almost got the Madrox rate. Yeah, I, you know, I, I wasn't quite seasoned enough yet to uh, <laughs> to get that 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 big payout. You know what I mean? I was still trying to make a name for myself. But yeah, that that was the uh, to this day. That's still the furthest that I've gone for a booking. Um, and that was that was actually within the first like year i believe of me being in the business i was already like states over and you know i'm not gonna lie it's, it's a big deal when you get your first out-of-state gig yeah well see i had already gotten an out-of-state gig because it was you know georgetown illinois but i mean there's a bit of a difference when you gotta drive a lot because to me because you know we grew up right on the state line so to consider it like I would consider anything over six hours out of state when you're on the state line, which is true, which is true, because you can just kind of hop over the state and, you know, do like that. But so, yeah, man, that that was probably mine. Um, well, there's no probably to it. That that was mine um, easily um, the most miserable road trip of my life, because uh, not only were we just sleep deprived, but. Uh, I was also starting to suffer from uh, the worst poison ivy that I've ever had in my entire life. Like the early signs of the poison ivy were starting to pop up on my leg. And then meanwhile, fast forward three days later, I'm in an, a, 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 a convenient care getting a steroid shot. I was on the juice, brother. 
um, to take care of my... Um, you want to talk about a swole dicky? To take care of my poison ivy. Dude, it was so bad. Um, I, like, I've still got scars on my legs from it to this day. Speaking of your legs and issues, would you rather have the poison ivy again or the ground hornets? Oh, the ground hornets. We've talked about the ground hornets so much. Both were incredibly miserable. But here's what made the poison ivy so fucking terrible is um, it just completely ravaged my body uh, on my legs. So my like pores and stuff were like really like susceptible. So I had really bad acne that broke out on my legs because of the poison ivy. Terrible. It's terrible. You could have made a whole pimple popper TikTok channel about that. Oh my god, I absolutely could have. I'm not into that shit though, dude. That shit's gross to me. <laughs> that shit's gross to me. You ever seen the ones where they pop out like popcorn? I'm like, how did that get in there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I always question like how the fuck does someone let that get that bad? Like, do you just are they doing it so they can do shit like that? I mean, if you want to do that for TikTok views and whatever, but your body's getting all messed up every time. Jared, you kind of look like a boil. I what mean, happens I, if we try to pop you? I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of boils, so... Dalton Davis is on the job. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton Davis is is tapping Jared on his head right now. But, all right, guys. Continuing with the uh, whole road trip thing. We yeah. talked about how far. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen on the road? Man. I'm not going to go first on that one. I'll let... Uh, I'll let one of the brothers go first on that, because I'm really going to have to think. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. I got to think about. All right, this. I'm gonna pass it over to Parker here. Well, that was a bad fucking choice because I don't, I ain't got nothing in the caliper ready to go, brother. Y'all never have seen one like Madrox? a y'all never seen like a chupacabra or a bus full of nuns or nothing. No, like my cousin Dalton, the OG Dalton says chupacabras eat your dick off. So I'm scared. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I mean. Not really. You always expect to like have a good like thing you shouldn't see on the side of the road, but I mean, I've seen people break dancing on the side of interstates and stuff. I I don't have one for myself, but I have one for you, Madrox. Oh yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine you're going down the road after a a wrestling show. And you get absolutely gaptized, a free trip to endless gaps from Gapplebee's. And as you're getting past, you just get nothing but HBJ's ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did do that. I forgot that we did that. So HBJ, the Mad Bash young boy, uh, we were on our way back from the last Odin show. And Madrox was riding back with a friend. It was it was me, Dalton, a HBJ, and Logan Madrox were in, in my vehicle. And... Uh, we get driving along the road and we're like, oh, look, there's Jessica and, and, and Madrox. And uh, Dalton's like, I'm going to moon them. But we couldn't line up with them properly on the in interstate. So, um, or not the, the highway, rather. So we get going down the road a little ways and we pass them again. And HBJ, being a good little young boy, goes, I'll get it. <laughs> and then he just whole ass hung, pressed it out the window. You and know, got those guys. For a young boy, that motherfucker needs to shave that ass. <laughs> it looked like Chewbacca is blowing fucking kisses out the window. <laughs> but, uh, no, so, um, man, I'm, because, so, so the hashtag Sconson trip, as we were 
um, as, as we were calling it. I had two Wisconsin trips, and uh, one of them went further than the other. But the first one um, is the one where uh, we didn't really see anything weird on the side of the road or anything, but uh, Jason V and I built a fort in the back of the car that we were riding in. <laughs> Hell yeah. No um, girls allowed, right? No girls allowed. It, it was Fort Kickass. And um <laughs> and then we <laughs> this is probably my favorite Cecil Cerveza story of all time. We uh haven't even left Danville yet because that's that's where we left out of. And we go into Subway to get us something to eat. And we're in there, and I order my food. Jason V orders his food. Now, mind you, we're not staying in the restaurant. We're going to get our food to go because we got to get to the show, you know? And as V is uh, paying, I've already got my food. Uh, fucking Cecil walks in, and he looks at the guy behind the counter and goes, do you mind if I plug my phone in back there? I really need to charge my phone. And V just looks at him and goes, Cecil, we're not staying. And he goes, I know. I just thought I would get a little bit of a charge on my phone before we hit the road. And he was like, how long of a charge are you expecting to get on this thing, Cecil? Like, we're only, we're literally leaving right now. Dude, it was the, that, that, that's 1% my, adds up though. That's my favorite Cecil Cerveza story. I don't know. There's, Your there's a couple favorite others. Cecil story changes every episode. Because they're all so good. They're all just so good. But yeah, man. Um, there's nothing like hitting the open fucking road, guys, you know, on your way to a fucking show, just chilling with the brothers. A, a little kayfabe, though, here. I'm so sick of this fucking stretch of highway. Yeah. I can understand that. You guys travel this a lot. Yeah, so we we essentially take this uh, same stretch of road to get to not only Odin, but we also take it to get to uh, Washington. We also take it to get to IWAU. And Vincennes. And Vincennes. It's US 41 uh, going out of and Terre Evansville. Yeah. And this this stretch of road, like, I could probably drive it with my eyes closed at, at this I point. I mean, it's a fucking straight shot. There's not even a single hill. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty straight shot. Um, the weird thing about, um, about going to Odin, though, and I believe we've talked about this, is that our GPS always takes us a different way. It has never taken us the same way twice. It's so weird. It's so, so, so weird. That's the way there and the way back. Yeah. Changes every, every fucking time. time. Every single time. It even did it when we went to film the uh, Christmas special. Yeah. Even though we were going a little over on the other side of, of Odin to uh, Shotgun it City. It still happened. I don't understand, like, southern Indiana, like... How many ways in and out of a town do you need? Yeah. So here's a you know fun little topic I think that we can cover up on because you know like like we said you know the the idea there's this fabled the wrestling road trip you know everyone talks about it everyone's been on it. Um, Dalton, we'll go ahead and start with you on this one. Mm. Do you remember your first wrestling road trip? And by that I mean, let's say somewhere over an hour to go to go work a show. Ooh. Um. Yes. 
It wasn't necessarily an hour, but it was outside of Terre Haute, so that's what I'm going to claim. Okay, go ahead, yeah. Uh, I was a young referee, a young zebra, if you will, and uh, me and good old Jason Levy, as uh, TNA's Abyss likes to call him, decided that we were going to go to NGW for Crawfordsville. Now, we were in uh, Jason Levi's wife's car at the time, which was... I would honestly have more faith in a Coca-Cola can than that little shitty tin can that is called a Toyota <laughs> took us there. Um, but yeah. yeah. Shout out to Toyota. The Hyundai is a fine automobile. Um, for everybody that actually listens and gives a shit, he's lying. <laughs> that's a, uh, dude, that's a deep cut. If anyone can figure out what I'm quoting right there. I figured it out. Do you know what I'm? Don't say. Well, I just made a really deep cut from something. Do I win the prize pack? No. Um, but anyway, Dalton, uh, how how'd that road trip go? Did the car like break down on you or something? Uh, no, but like it wouldn't go up the hills properly. Um, so that was a little sketchy. The road trip went fine. I refed a couple matches and I got the fuck out of there, uh, as Dalton Davis usually does. Um, but yeah, it didn't go too bad. I did the thing and I left. Pretty boring story, I know, but y'all can blame Dip- Dickie Wabash because he's the one that gave a shit. Oh, so oh I told him to not call while we were driving down. Um, and I, uh, Clayton Clark just tried to call me. Um, which you is hear that Clayton? He fucking he which hit the is to be expected. You. Which is to be expected. He's gonna call um, back. I he can't is. believe you did that to him. Ah, uh, you got to sometimes, brother. You know what I mean? But uh, that's the law right there. <laughs> Come arrest me then, bro. Do I have to go with my first, or can I tell you one of my favorite? Well, we're we're going to go on the first, and then uh, you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself there, Madrox, because favorite is going to be what we're going to wrap ski up with. Oh, man. Yeah. Look at me. I'm like Miss Cleo. Absolutely. My first, I don't actually remember. Perfect topics, Nikki. <laughs> Perfect, Perfect topics. topics. To so, Mr. Savage, what about yours? You really don't remember your first I really at all. don't remember my first, man. Okay, well, uh, my first, I didn't get to work the show, but it was my first wrestling road trip. I was still a trainee at the time. Uh, just got done uh, being in juvie for four days because I was a delinquent. Hell yeah, I still are. Um, I'm somewhere in that, <laughs> in that category, yeah. <laughs> uh, went to Portland, Oregon. Actually, no, it was Tigard, Oregon, so a little further down. For a company called BCW. Uh, went down there with my trainer, J.D. Mason, and this guy named Hoss Tull. Uh, what a name. I just remember being a long trip. I remember getting a giant-ass sandwich that we split up between the three of us. That was probably the highlight of the whole trip. And then getting down there to a really run-down venue just to watch my trainer get his back broken. Like, shoot. Oh. Yep. Took Fair. a back, back suplex from a guy and broke his back. But uh, How I got the hell the, does that happen? Well, that's what happens when you work guys who probably aren't as trained as they should be. Um, but, you know, that I digress. Um, I also got to meet Sin Bodhi that night. So that was oh, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, he worked the main. Uh, he's a pretty cool guy. But I do remember... Being outside the venue before the show, just being like, man, this is a whole different type of wrestling fans because everyone was just weird, weird as fuck. 
Uh, not like an eventful story, though, for sure, but that was my first. I want to say I was like 16. Yeah, 15 or 16. So I was pretty young when that happened. Man, I uh, my, my first real wrestling road trip uh, was ironically actually to IWA Unlimited. Uh, it was with Bo Sawyer and Vinny Balzano. Come on, Benet. And the one thing I remember about that trip above all is that uh, Bo Sawyer drove. It was Vinny's mom's minivan. Um, and Bo Sawyer drove. So for him to uh, be in a minivan, I just found really fucking funny to me. Um, but the one key thing I remember the most is that Vinny Balzano's mom was smoking and like, it would not roll the windows down and it was just fucking black lung the entire trip down there. And I'm just like, Jesus "Jesus Christ, this is really fucking annoying. I don't like this. It Um, sounds horrible. Oh, it was terrible. And uh, I hate the smell of cigarette smoke to begin with, especially like when you're like going to in it essentially fucking hot box me with it. Like, oh, come yeah. the fuck on, dude. Like, see, I'm a smoker and I don't even do that shit. Yeah. At least you have the decency to like, I go outside away from everyone. Like, yeah. just because it's my bad habit doesn't mean I'm trying to give you all the Andy Kaufman treatment. He's Absolutely. a courteous smoker. I would say that I will. I'll agree. I learned everything from Joe Black, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was my first time like going a long distance for a wrestling show. And I just the one thing outside of the black lung that I remember the most from that show is what name are you using tonight? And because this was pre Dicky Wabash, I hadn't uh, fully embraced Dicky Wabash yet. I hadn't fully started using that name. This was Aaron Iron, right? This was Aaron Thomas. I had done uh, oh. Aaron Iron with Josh Steele, but I hadn't done um, anything past this. And, like, Bo was like, you got to be goddamn Dickie Wabash. And I'm like, I don't know, Bo. I don't really like the name or whatever. And he's like, oh, come on, Dickie. So we get there, and Bo's like, can I have a manager tonight? And they're like, yeah, Bo, you can have a manager. And he's like, okay, cool. This is my manager. But what what name are you using? And I'll never forget the sparkle in Bo Sawyer's eyes when I just went, <sighs> Dickie Wabash. Yeah. So then I was Dickie Wabash from that point on. Like, I just got to throw it out there. Like, for the people that don't know Bo Sawyer, like, I can just imagine the biggest glimpse in his eyes. Oh, were, he was so happy. We're not the birth of his children. It was when you agreed to use Dickie Wabash and when the Rodeo Burger launched at Burger King. <laughs> Probably the two biggest uh, biggest highlights of his career, <laughs> uh, of, of his life. Just saying. Not to assume, but knowing old Bosephine Sawyer, I can definitely see why that would be something that he would be really or happy Or a two-year-old Bo Sawyer sitting at the kitchen table when his mom made him his first peanut butter pie. He does love peanut butter. I'm just going to say those rodeo burgers sure are something. He's on to something with that. Oh, we're not denying that he's onto something with him. It's just he, uh, at a certain point, it becomes a borderline obsession. I mean, can you can you blame him? I mean, it's a fucking rodeo burger. I mean, I love a rodeo burger. The only other burger, and Dalton Davis can back me up on this one. What's the only other burger that could challenge a rodeo burger? Go ahead, DD. <coughs> 
No, there's no technical difficulty. Screen just went out, buddy. Tweety Burger. He knows what's up. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, we, we, we've talked about the Tweety Burgers on here before. One of our favorite, favorite establishments in our hometown. The Rodeo Tweety Burger, though. You can get a Rodeo Tweety Burger. This it's is my personal favorite. Gospel. Yup. I am 100% positive Mad Jocks tried to tell me about the Tweety Burger, and I don't remember anything about it. It's, it, it's it, like... It's the staple of Terre Haute, man. It's a staple of Terre Haute, man. Oh, here's a good little topic of conversation here. This is just like my food. ears turning. What's your favorite road trip snack? What's your favorite road trip snack? Dalton Davis, you go ahead. Favorite road trip snack is hands down those popcorners chips. Oh yeah, those the are originals. good. Uh, it tastes like kettle corn. And then I get a mango loco monster. And then to you know keep up with that little sweet tooth, I got uh, peanut butter M and M's. Okay, that's working. I already know Madrox's answer, but go ahead and hit us, brother. What's my answer then, Dicky? White cheddar puff corn. That's a that's a post show snack. Pre show snack is all about the damn monsters and coffees. Yeah, two monsters and like four coffees. Yes, sir. Yeah, sometimes he, you'll you'll get a snack cake ski in there. Yeah, Star Crunch, Star Crunch. Got to go with the Star Crunch. Star I don't know. Crunch is your personal favorite. Always a great choice. I mean, it became more tradition, like the Star Crunch before the road trip and the Puff Court after, because like when I don't do it in that order, something always goes bad for me. So I try to stick with it. Yep. Jared, what's your favorite road trip snack? Um, any kind of beef stick, usually. Oh, fuck yeah, man. I got a beef stick for you. You don't have a fucking Jack's Links back there, so don't even get me started. Oh, boy. You, you, you prefer, so Jack's Links is your go-to uh Over Slim Jim? Yeah, and I'll say why. Even though I, I know I do the Macho Man impression, my last name's Savage, it should be, you know, I, I get it. But Slim Jims... After you've eaten so many, they're just so fucking greasy. Slim Jims are very greasy. I will agree with you on that one. Yeah, and I, if you're going to go work a show, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've ate pretty shitty today, but <laughs> you don't want to eat nasty stuff on the way down. No. I mean, because you're going to get in that ring. You're going to be moving around. Either you're going to shit yourself or you're going to puke, and you don't want to do either of those. Holler at me when you spend $30 at the Shayna Baszler's hot bar and then go out there and have a banger with Logan Myers. Shayna Baszler. I give all the credit to that energy drink. Yeah, uh, Clayton Clark will uh, agree with me on this one that arguably the best pre-show food is sushi. Ew. But you obviously can't eat sushi on the road. It's hard, you know, because you got to be using the chopsticks. But I'll agree with you on that one, Jared. I really do love a good meat stick before a show. Hold on a minute. So you eat your sushi with chopsticks? You don't just pick it up? Um, it, it depends on the roll. Like, if if it's one of those rolls that um, is going to be... There's a cop right there. Let's put the microphone down just in case. <laughs> I've been wondering, like, what are people thinking? As they I don't this? know. That is a that is a good question. This but can't be illegal, idiots. right? Now, I don't know, man. I'm paying attention to the road. But, I bet they're um, fucking singing karaoke in there. Yeah. But um, what were we talking about? No. So if sushi. I'm, yeah, if, if I'm getting, like, a simple sushi roll that, like, 
doesn't have like any toppings or sauce on top of it, yeah, I'll eat it with my fingers. But, you know, for the most part, I, I like bougie ass sushi that's got like all these fucking toppings and and shit like that. Um, so I, I am going to go with the chopsticks on that one, man. I really am. Now, what about, do you do the, uh, soy sauce and wasabi mixture or are you I can't do it? wasabi. Do not like wasabi at Even all. Even with the soy sauce, when nope. you dilute it down, it's not as nope. really spicy. It doesn't nope. burn your nostrils. Nope. Do not like wasabi, man. Nicky Wabash is not a spicy boy. He's fucking up. But see, wasabi's a, a different, and I am, okay, so there's two different things here. Uh, it's not that I'm not a spicy boy i like spice i just don't like a lot of it and plus wasabi is a completely different type of uh spice because it like hits kind of your sinuses and like floods you out almost a little bit it's really bizarre but that's why you got to have the soy sauce because it dilutes that down i've tried it before brother i don't like it i bet you hate horseradish too don't you? oh i can't stand horseradish see can't yeah, fucking stand horseradish. Horse Give me radish. a Carolina Reaper over some horseradish. No, ho- horseradish is good sometimes. Not all the time, sometimes. That's why Arby's has it as an option for sometimes. This semi is being a dick, by the way, and won't let me over. We've, in- we- we- we've encountered our first bit of Dicky Road Rage on uh, Spot Show Road Trip. Now, I think that's something new. You want to know something funny, though? What? Me and uh, Dalton Davis back here probably made most of that semi trailer. That's a shoot, dude. Why? Why do you say that? We used to work at Great Dane. Oh yeah, that's right. And there is a Great Dane sticker on it. Yeah, it's got yep. the gimmick right there. Yeah, those back bumper guards fucking suck. I'm down at New Detroit stamping. <laughs> <laughs> but so my my go to road trip snacks, man. I'm going to tell you, it's going to have to be a, a bull ski. I'm going to have to get me a Red Bull. Right tonight, I am drinking the strawberry apricot. You say that, dude, but that's like the first Red Bull on a road trip I've seen you drink in over a year. I've recently evolved. It was the Monster Ultra Zero Strawberry Dream. That was my go-to for the longest time. I love those, but they're starting to get so burnt out on the flavor. That's what I'm saying is that I've burnt myself out on them. So I got to change her up a little bit. Um, So nine times out of ten, the road trips are happening on my cheat day because they're on Saturday. So I can be a little bit crazy. So, um, you know, some kind of soda. I'm always going to get a soda. Some kind. I'm a big Coke fan. I usually get a Coke Zero. Then like old uh, old face collector over here said, man, I got to go with a meat stick. I'm a Slim Jim guy. I'll go with a Slim Jim. Just um, the regular Slim Jim or like regular, one of the uh, Well, one of the, the mega Slim Jims, one of the big ones, you know, the ones I'm talking about. They're okay. I mean, I would prefer them over the Savage one because that one was just too much. The Savage one was way too much. Yeah. I, way too much meat. I remember buying one. I was like, I'm going to keep this because it's got Macho Man on it. And then eventually I was like, oh, man, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat this. And I regretted it because I was like, damn, this is a lot. It does not taste that good. You guys yep. remember the Nacho Slim Jims? Like, I wish they'd bring those back. I'm pretty sure they still have them. Plus, they also have the uh, Sonic Chili Dog ones, which they're not The bad Sonic either. Chili Dog ones are okay. It's a little bit too artificial flavoring for me, though. Um, so then I'm also... You know, I'm a big fan of potato chips. I just, I love chips. 
So uh, I'm not even going to say one specific chip. Just, I'm just chips. Chips. I'm going to get some kind of chip. Now hold up. Name brand or generic? See, that's... That is where it depends. If we're in an area where I can get Grippo's chips, I'm getting the uh, sweet Maui un- oh, onion ones. Oh, yo, I the, got those on the way back Saturday. Man. Yeah. Those slap every time. Yeah. Um, have you ever had Mike Sell's uh, salt and pepper chips? Those are good. Those are really so. good, man. Those are good. But I'm going to tell you my go-to one that I absolutely adore, I got to go with a flaming Hot Cheeto, man. Gotta go with the flaming hot Cheeto. You still got that that whole box of flaming hot shit in your house, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. Boxes, Mister Savage. I'm boxes. Need at least one box. I'll hook you up with some flaming hot chips. I appreciate that. If, I'll hook you up. If, I will say, on the way here today, I was listening to a uh, episode. It's a couple episodes back, but I heard you guys mention the the flaming hot, and I was like, man, I gotta <laughs> ask him about that. I need that. Yep. That's our go-to snack while recording. It really is, yeah. Uh, and then to round it out, you know, I do, you know, like, uh, you know, Dalton Davis mentioned that he has a little bit of a sweet tooth. He's got to get those peanut M&Ms. I'm a Reese's guy, man. I love my peanut butter. I'll, uh, I'll either get, like, a Reese's Big Cup or, uh, like, if they have, like, the gimmicked Reese's, like the Big Cups with, like, the potato chips or the Reese's Pieces or something like that. Or here's a thing that I've been doing recently, and Madrox has seen me do it. You know those those uh, milkshake gimmicks? I've been getting a milkshake. Oh, yeah, the ones that you the uh, make your own milkshake. Make your own milkshake gimmick, yep. I've been doing those a lot lately, too. Are you a thick, smooth, or extra smooth kind of guy? When oh, man, I just go regular on it, man. I like, I the, mean, I like I, the extra smooth. I'm a thick boy. I do like a thick milkshake. I love milkshakes, man. M- milkshakes are like my one weakness. When oh, I, I uh, when I uh, gained all my weight uh, years ago, it was because I was like every day just slamming milkshakes because I was like going through my experimentation phase. I was like, let's throw some Oreos in here. Let's throw some peanut butter in here. Let's throw some this shit, blah, 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 blah. And man, caught up to me. That's the one thing I love about NBW shows because our go-to after spot is Steak and Shake. Yeah. That's a yeah. place I don't go to enough. The steak Frisco and Shake? Melt, though, that's, a, that's always No, dude, the Western Barbecue Double Bacon Steak Burger. That's what Clayton gets. That's what Madrox gets. Now, is that because it's really close to a rodeo burger? <laughs> it could be, It's man. essentially a rodeo burger, yeah. With bacon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, whether it be, uh, and I feel like we're going to open up a can of worms on this one. So Dalton, settle down, brother. Uh, what's one? What, what's your favorite like go to eat after a show? <clears throat> Can I say it for him? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Applebee's. Yeah, baby girl. Yeah, baby girl. Endless wings. <clears throat> so good and tasty. He loves them chicken nuggets. I got like three different spots <clears throat> because Michael, oh, Dalton's getting ready to cut a promo. Michael Madrox. Oh, I'm ready for this. Listen here, you one-legged fuck. All right, they're not fucking chicken nuggets. Okay, they say endless wings. You're boneless. They're chicken nuggets. Do, do me a favor, Madrox. Is that still a leg, even though it's fake? What What would you consider it? A prosthetic. 
Oh, you caught Dalton on that one. He didn't. He, he doesn't know how to recover from that. Cheat death, Madrox. Don't cheat, Dalton Davis. I know where you lay your head at night. <laughs> Remember you're always welcome you're over, late. baby. Oh shit! So, what about you, Jared? So, like I said, I got three different ones because of the fact they're not always in, in you know every area. Yeah. Um, if I don't have the other two options. Burger King, because, you know, it's everywhere. Um, otherwise, IHOP, or if I have the option, Waffle House. Oh, Waffle House should be every fucking where, and it's a shame that it's not. Absolutely. I shouldn't have to go to Indy to go to Waffle House. That's bullshit. Dalton, have we publicly told the HBJ at Waffle House story? Yes. We did. Where It we- was on Patreon, too. Yeah, where we no, I never posted the footage of it. Yeah, we where, po- we we told the story. Did we? Where yeah. we made him puke from doing Hindus outside of Waffle House? That's a shoot, dude. That's a shoot, and we're just laughing so hard. And he's like, "You guys act like I didn't tell you that was gonna happen." Hey, that's what he gets, dude. Pay them dues. Should make him pick up my check, dude. We all spent so much money at a fucking Waffle House. Oh, we just booled out on that Waffle House, man. But now, what are you getting at the Waffle House? That's the real question, man. You got to get biscuits and gravy because we're men. You got to get that. I'm a big peanut butter waffle guy. You got to get the, the exactly. You got to get the waffle with the peanut butter chips on it. And then you got to get scattered, smothered, and covered hash browns. Absolutely. It's just what you got to do. I mean, I'd say my order is pretty similar. Now, not always the biscuits and gravy, though it does make me a man when I eat it. Um, the if my cook ain't smoking a cigarette and having to fight off police officers i ain't going in yeah i can agree um i'd say though the chocolate chip and peanut butter chip waffle uh always the sunny side up egg because you need that yeah and then smothered covered chunked and capped uh hash browns as always you go chunked on yours okay yes well, and capped. I didn't hear anyone say capped. Oh, cap. Okay, capped. Yeah, those mushrooms are good as fuck. I don't like mushrooms though. Wow. Yeah. Um, and also a sweet tea with it because you need a sweet tea. Yeah, man. If you don't like sweet tea, fuck you. I know Dalton Davis's Waffle House order is actually very similar to mine because we almost ordered the we ordered almost the exact same thing the last time we we both went. Great um, minds think alike. Yeah, they do. So I'm gonna have to agree, man. Waffle House, like if I have the option, I'm hitting a waffle ski after the show. Um, but a lot of times we're not afforded that. It it depends on the company for me. It depends on who you're with. No, I mean like the company we go work for that night. Oh, I, I like I couldn't imagine like going anywhere else than Steak and Shake after NVW. I can't yeah. imagine just gas station after EPW. I can't imagine like you know what I mean. But yeah. uh, is this because of like the fact that there's limited options in these areas? I I think it's more just like tradition and like yeah. what's come to be. You if know, that makes you, sense. You kind of start your own traditions when you start going on these road trips so often, you know? Like I could understand though NVW. I get that. Yeah. But like EPW, you really don't have any other option. It's I usually mean, gas station food after EPW. Well, I mean, in Washington, there's plenty, a plethora of options, yeah. but at the same time, it's EPW, so you're just like, let's just get a gas station break and go straight the fuck home. Yeah. Well, we also got to point out that now that we have the red line, we don't eat in the vehicle. 
So I sincerely apologize for that one, fellas. But I'll open this damn moonroof. <laughs> but um, acknowledge, <laughs> acknowledge the, the red, red line. line, Dickie Red Line over here. Um, so you want to talk about tradition, though? It wasn't a Georgetown show. Oh, Dickie's talking about Georgetown again. Um, unless you went to the McDonald's in Georgetown after a UWC show. The shittiest McDonald's that I have ever been in. There were flies all over the place. It was just gross and You would have to have the subway before the show, too. Don't forget that part. And you, Oh, you got to hit the subway before, too. I'm going to tell you another story, and I may have told this one already. Mark Vandy and I, we didn't ride together, but we would arrive at the building around the same time. He'd roll in, he'd be like, Dickie, what'd you have for lunch today? I was like, I had Subway. And he goes, yeah, I did too. You hungry? I'm like, yeah. Let's go down to this Subway. (laughs) Mark Vandy and I, this is a true story, ate Subway three times that day. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. You got to hit that Georgetown Subway though, brother. That's like how it was back in IWAU when they were back in uh, Olney. Olney. After the show, we'd all hit the crappy McDonald's a half a block away. It was just, you had to do it. Even though how bad the food was and how bad the service was, it was tradition. McDonald's is my comfort food, man. McDonald's is my comfort food. It doesn't matter how happy, sad, whatever I am, McDonald's. Granted, I always feel like shit afterwards. Oh, yeah. But when I'm eating it, when I take the first bite of that McDouble or that nugget, oh, (laughs) Game over. Cloud fucking nine. But, yeah, man, that was the thing is that we would always have to hit the McDonald's after Georgetown shows. And then it evolved. We would go to uh, Taco Bell in Paris. After We would always go to and we almost got kicked out of that place plenty of times because of referee Mike Underwood and uh, Tornado Jones. See, when we were doing AWF down in Fort Branch and uh, Tracy Smothers neck of the woods. We'd all go to the Princeton fucking McDonald's afterwards because it was like the closest fast food place coming back up. And everyone knew all the wrestlers there, so they would actually give us a pro wrestling discount. Then they would scream it like over the drive through order or over the inside order. They'd be like, pro wrestler discount. And then give us like fucking 25% off all our orders. Oh, that's awesome. It was a nice little touch. Why can't more places do that? I don't know, but 25% off at McDonald's, McDonald's adds up, bro. That adds up. That goes pretty fucking far. Get $4 McDoubles at the time. You get one free. Like, come on. And that was the beauty of it is that that's back when McDonald's had the dollar menu. So pro wrestlers could eat for fucking cheap, dude. Oh, Always yeah, man. roll in, get your uh, your uh, flying cow or your McGangbang, whatever you depend to call. It's the same concept. By the way, we are about to pass right now an Indiana landmark. We are about to pass the Big Peach, brother. Oh, man. I remember the first time seeing this last year. I was you know this is where they filmed James and the Giant Peach, right? Is that what it's for? Because I really No, this is where they filmed it. That's the actual location, Jared. You're fucking with me. <laughs> he, he is fucking Dude, with it's you. a fucking animated movie. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Dalton's got such a shit-eating grin on his face right now. You know how many times I've seen that movie? I got a whole eight minutes of stranglehold in my ear right now, so I am not paying attention. You know you can't turn me around. You know he's an honorary Von Eric. 
He is honoring the Von Erics right now. Before right, Dalton so gets anyways, his canceled with trademarks. Anyways, me right now. Um, but yeah, McDonald's man after shows like nothing was better. Like you just you take that McDouble, then you take your McChicken, put it smack dab in the middle. You've done that before, right, Jared? Don't have, I feel like I've done it at least once. Yes. Yeah, everyone's done it. You have to have it. Don't have Dickie Wabash talk you into chugging their barbecue sauce. Oh, that did happen, didn't it? That was okay, years pay, ago. That was years ago. How that much was like fucking barbecue sauce did you have the chug? It was just a, it he's exaggerating it. It was literally he had the fucking sauce packet and oh, he, just he just licked it. It's it's not that bad. I had bad. to do two of them. It's, it's not that bad. It not was that very bad vinegary though. Well, yeah, because that's the basis of barbecue sauce is that vinegar, dude. But I'm just saying, anything McDonald's, you got to throw a bunch of Mac sauce on it or it doesn't taste good. Nah, I'm not big on the Mac sauce. You're not big level. on the Mac sauce, bro? I like it, but I'm not going to slather it on all my shit. Oh, dude, it's good oh, on dude. everything. Fries, burgers. Nah. Dude, I asked for extra on it on because it, I just can't. Out of all the burger places, that's like the one that probably would say I like the least. However, if there's mac sauce on everything, I can fucking scarf it down like no other. McDonald's, the thing with McDonald's, though, is that it's it's just so consistent. And that's what makes it so great, is that it is consistent. Because you know that it's going to be shitty, but it's at least going to be somewhat good. A lot like Waffle House. I mean, Waffle talking House about fast food places... Level. How the fuck is Long John Silver's and Hardee's still in business? Hold on now. I like no, I mean like Long no John one ever, Silver's. no one fucking ever stops there. I love Hardee's. I love Hardee's, but when the fuck do you see people go to Hardee's? Me every fucking morning, bitch. Okay. Every fucking morning. Oh my god, dude, that omelet biscuit. Oh wait, Long John Silver's. See, this is everybody. This just goes to show that when it comes. To find whining and dining at restaurants, Michael Madrox does not know shit about fuck. Okay? You don't know shit. Exactly. You hear that? We are out here prestige worldwide in your ass right now. You don't know shit about fuck. All right? I was willing to look past the fucking chicken nuggets, as you call them. But I, yeah, I'm done drawing the look, line. Look, 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 no, look, look. I fucking love Hardee's. I love their breakfast. I love their burgers. I just say, just motherfucker, said. if I'm the only one buying there, how the fuck are they still in business? But now, hold on. I then you're going to throw the Bash Wrestling on, now. I just work for Bash Wrestling now. I'm formally asking for my release of the mad part. <laughs> you're gonna but, like, seriously, though. man, like, how many times you drive by Hardee's and ever see a fucking line? I don't understand it. Like, Hardy's food's fucking delicious. I love their fucking curly fries, their Frisco breakfast sandwich, the loaded omelet sandwich, their biscuits and gravy, their monster bacon thick burger, but, like... You just named almost half the fucking menu how good it is, and then you're going to sit there and talk shit about it. You're, I'm not yeah. talking shit. I'm talking about why does no one else go there? How the fuck are they still hey, in business? hold on. One night after DoorDash, and I had, like, 20 hold minutes. Hold on, dude. And I was like, you know what? 20 minutes from now, Hardy's is going to be open. And I can get some biscuits and gravy. So guess what? I fucking waited that 20 minutes. I got biscuits and gravy. And because I was a little short on my money, they gave me some of it for free. So fuck you. See, you guys are too young to fucking even remember the Hardys up north had fucking all you could eat biscuits and gravy every Sunday morning. Whoa, dude. You watch your whore mouth. But then you're going to That was me and JD's fucking ritual. Every morning we'd leave mom at home. 
Believe it or not, Dalton Davis used to go to church. So every morning when we'd wake up to go to church, Mama Davis stayed her ass at home because she wanted to take forever for makeup. Old JD and Double D hit the fucking GMC Jimmy, drove all the way down to the North fucking Hardee's, and we showed them what working is. Madrox acts like he's an old man. Meanwhile, I'm a year younger than him. <laughs> Jared is three years younger, and Dalton is only ten years younger. I'm still mad about the Long John Silvers comment. Dude, fuck <laughs> you. Fuck Long John Silvers. No, fuck you. Because you know what? They're fucking chicken. I'm going to tell you right now. It should not be as good as it is. Their fucking is. chicken tastes like fish. Fuck that place. It's good. I like fishy chicken, and I like chickeny fish. So fuck you. <laughs> also like hush puppies. That might be the greatest thing ever said on the Spot Show podcast. I that like needs to be the fucking chicken clip. and I like chickeny fish. <laughs> oh my god! But hey, guys, we're actually gonna start wrapping up here because we're about to hit our first pit stop on the road. We're rolling in to Vincennes, Indiana, and if we don't hit this gas station. Well, we got a little ways before we hit more. We're going to have big problems if we don't hit this gas station. So we're going to hit this gas station right now. We're going to go in and you get a little bathroom break ski, maybe get some snack foods like we were just talking about. But Pissing and beef sticks. Listen, guys, here's what I just want to go ahead and tell you. Thank you for sticking with us uh, for this episode of the Spot Show podcast. This was very experimental. And for all I know, it's going to sound like shit, and maybe this doesn't even see the light of day. I don't know. It'll still go up on the Patreon. Yeah, it'll, it'll, up. This is still going to go up, and it might sound like... It might sound well, like... Hold up, Culver's. Butterburgers, yeah, Tenderloin? A, there's a Culver's right there, dude. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to go ahead... We're going to go ahead and wrap up here. Uh, thank you guys for bearing with us and listening to this experiment uh, spot show road trip. Uh, you can find me on social media uh, on the Instagram at DW underscore mischievous rabbit. You can find Jared face collector, Jared Savage, uh, Dalton Davis. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, whatever he said before. And you can find me at fuck long John Silvers. All right. Fuck you. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let's go. Let's go. First of all, I drink too much liquid. Now I got to piss. Yeah, me too. Are you still recording?